going on, y'all? <clears throat> Excuse me. Just watching, uh, watching Uncle Tony's video on the uh, Buick Big Block, and then uh, I was watching the uh, Street Race Channel. Some guys here in Columbus, Ohio, Billy the Kid races this crazy little twin turbo S10 small tire truck thing is amazing, but they've been having oil leak issues with it, so uh, kind of brought me back, um, you know, in the days when I was younger, and, you know, this car we were driving around on the street, um, especially in the Buicks and the old ones and Pontiac, um, I had a lot of the, uh, back when, you know, I was in my late teens, early 20s, the G-bodies were very plentiful, um, real affordable, you could buy them dirt cheap, and I bought like a, uh, it was an 81 or 82 Buick Regal, had a, just an old grandma, 3.8 in it, it was blown up, the car was nice, and the body was really sweet, really straight, and it was a squared off, you know, like a Grand National type body, um, and I wanted a V8 in it, but I didn't want to put a small box Chevy in it like all my buddies were. Wanted to put a Buick engine in it, so I bought a uh, a '68 Buick Skylark. I mean, this thing was a rag. I wish I had it now, though. I would have loved to have kept that car and put it together. It was blue with a blue vinyl top. <clears throat> Excuse me, had a blue interior. Uh, neat car, real neat car. Uh, gave it to a buddy of ours, <clears throat> and I think he still has it, believe it or not. I just haven't talked to him for a while. To try and get in touch with him and see if that car is still around. That'd be a good story to do. But anyway, I uh, I took that Buick 350 out, put it in the uh, in that Regal, and man, that car would fly. I mean, it was a pain in the butt. I had to cut the heater box out of it. Well, not the heater box, but the AC box out of it, just because those engines are they're really wide, but they're not as wide as like a big block Chevy or a an Oldsmobile or a Pontiac, they're just a little bit wider than a small box Chevy, and they actually only weigh a little bit more, you know, the Buick engines do, and the, uh, those are a really neat engine, um, I was watching Tony in Dallas tonight, they were going up, it's kind of interesting that they all have this, you know, the, the 400s, the 430s, and the 455s all had the same crank, it was just more size, you know, bigger, on, you know, from engine to engine, but neat engine, um, characteristics of them, the design of them and stuff, and uh, I was always infatuated with the Buick, especially like the, the GS, you know, the GSX Buick, and uh, you know, those cars were awesome, and, and I had a couple guys I worked on them over the years, put the exhaust on them, those cars were torque monsters, um, then my wife had a, uh, a 1980 Olds Cutlass that we bought off of a friend of my dad's, it was actually his mom's car, she bought it brand new, it had the old 5-liter uh, Oldsmobile uh, 307 cubic inch engine in it. She drove it for a couple years, and she calls me one day in a big frenzy. She had to get somewhere. She was at her mom and dad's. It wouldn't start. And the thing broke the, uh, it had the fiber, the, the timing chain gears were made out of like a fiber, like a, uh, like a phenolic plastic. Well, it broke. Freaking bent a bunch of valves and stuff. So, another buddy of mine had a, uh, uh, 76 Olds Cutlass that had a 350 Oldsmobile engine in it. So I bought that car, pulled the engine out, you know, went through it, put all new gaskets on it, checked the range, the bearings, everything was good. Um, guy here in the neighborhood that used to build a, a, 
those jet boats, you know, like Finnegan has. <clears throat> he always built Oldsmobile 455s for them. I got to talking to him one day, and I was putting the car together, and he's like, you know what? I have just the cam for you. It's too small for what I do. And uh, he's like, you can have it. He gave me this brand new Crower cam for this thing. So I put the Crower cam in it. First car radar I ever rebuilt. It had a big old cast iron four barrel manifold with a big old quadra jet. I rebuilt that thing. And man, when I got that car running, it would fly too. I mean, those big old Oldsmobiles and Pontiacs and Buick <clears throat> engines, man, they made some steam, I'll tell you what. I mean, the Oldsmobile and the Pontiac engine were heavy, but man, they would make some steam. My brother had a old Pontiac Grand Prix, had a 400 Pontiac in it. Another friend of mine, I've been working on his Trans Am, kind of 400, and fighting the oil leaks and fighting the oil leaks with the rear main seal. And it's kind of what the, uh, <clears throat> the guys are doing over on the, the Street Race channel. And I had this inkling that the crankshaft had been machined. That's why the seal wasn't sealing, you know, the rear main seal wasn't sealing. And, well, that's the problem they're having is it's been a line honed, which means the main has been opened up a little bit on the rear main with a seal where the crank, you know, the crank goes and the seal goes. So they had to get a special seal for that oversized bore on the uh, on the main cap. And, uh, yeah, I feel for them because I've been fighting this thing for two years now, you know. And that's actually the one we're going to we're gonna LS swap. Um, I actually talked to a guy today about, excuse me, about getting a, uh, we're going to put a 6 liter LS in it, and it's going to be fuel injected and, fly by wire I'm gonna wire it all up it's gonna be I know I've been talking about it forever but it's it's happening here it's gonna we're gonna start on it probably here in the next week uh, the engine will be here probably in two weeks it's coming out of like Tulsa or something it's a low miles out of a van so we'll, we'll have a good engine for that um, and the other big blocks that I've been around I've never really been around a big block Chevy or some of my friends when I was drag racing had, you know, had big block Chevys and big block Fords, but I never really have worked on any, per se. Um, I did work on a 60, what was that, a 69 Corvette that had a 427 in it, or was it a 454? I don't remember, but I was the only one that ever cracked that engine open. I did intake gaskets on it. That's about as close as I've ever really been to, to working on a big block Chevy. Um, another friend of mine's dad bought a Dodge Magnum, the original Magnum, not the station Magnum. This is like a big old Cordova type car, like a big old big body back in the late 70s. Uh, they had the 400 Chrysler in it. My grandmother actually had a Cordova with the 400 Chrysler in it, man. That was another torque beast. So, yeah, it was just kind of kind of brought me back to where uh, you know, where I came from. And reminded me of all the big old giant engines back in the day. You know, everything's kind of kind of just cookie cutter now. And, they're great engines. The, the, you know, the LS engine's a great engine. The, the new Hemi's a, a good engine. I mean, they're all just Coyotes and you know, the new Godzilla pushrod motor in the Fords. We've got a couple of uh, F550s at work that have those in them. Man, those things sound freaking great. So, you know, the new engines are awesome. They're really reliable. They last forever. We've got some with three, 400,000 miles on them already at work. So, but yeah, I just kind of wanted to take a step back and you know reminisce where I came from and some of the old cars I worked on and stuff and you know it just like I said it, it kind of got kind of got the juices flowing you know kind of reminded me of uh, 
you know, some of the experience I had with the, you know, the brand X engines that you would call the, you know, back then. And uh, even when we were in high school, uh, we got to work on a, on a 350 Olds engine that was converted over to a diesel. It didn't actually start as a diesel. Uh, we actually converted it to a diesel and put it in our teacher's van that he towed his, towed his hot rod with, which actually had a 350 Olds diesel in it. I think it had a, a supercharger, a turbo, and nitrous on it. It ran like 990s and a quarter. This thing was wicked. It was a you know a half-ton pickup truck, you know, step side, had big old tires on it. He ran in some weird AHRA or IHRA class, sorry. But uh, yeah, I just kind of wanted to, you know, fill you in. I didn't, you know, I haven't been working on new stuff my whole life. I started working on old stuff. Kind of miss working on that old stuff. It's kind of becoming a trend now. People want to put the old stuff back on the road. Been around long enough, I can work on that old stuff too. So it's kind of neat because I'm like in the, I'm in the in between stages of you know I used to start out working on the old carburetor stuff, and now I get to work on the new you know, modern fuel injection technology and the new diesel technology. But I can still throw down on a carburetor, man. That's my favorite thing in the world. So, but uh, yeah, I just want to put a little short video together. Like I said, watching that video of uh, Dallas and Tony and Billy and Bill and Dad. Fighting these issues, and so hey, that's what we're supposed to do, right? We're gonna fix on some old cars, fix on some new cars, trucks, lawnmowers, boats, whatever it is, you know. So hey, get out there and fix something. I'll see you next time. <clears throat>